Do you ever wonder how some podcasts get thousands of new listeners and you don't? Do you wonder how people get featured in major publications? Do you ever wonder how Instagram videos go viral? Welcome to the Giant Voices Podcast, hosted by Carson Jones. Every week we bring you the biggest names in podcasting, marketing, and public relations to help you break through the noise and take your brand to the next level. Oh, and we like to mix in the uncomfortable topics like mental health, anxiety, and the internal battles that keep us from growing. Now, let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Giant Voices Podcast. I'm Carson Jones. This is episode two. Thanks for joining me today on episode one. I talked about my story. I talked about how I got into podcast marketing. I got I talked about how I started Giant Voices. I went from selling insurance to senior citizen insurance to working with the biggest brands in the world. In episode two, I wanted to start providing some value and talking about you know how you can grow your podcast, how you can grow your brand. And the best way to do that, I think, is to, to talk about the, the ebook I just put out. Recently published an ebook, shameless plug, you know, you don't have to join my, my funnel. You don't have to go through the funnels or anything like that if you want to read it. Go to giantvoicesmedia.com slash podcasting.pdf and it'll pull up. There's some cool case studies in there, including the time we, when we launched New Hollywood with my business partner, Ashwin Jacob. If you don't know Ashwin, fantastic podcast. He runs the New Hollywood podcast. And when we launched the show, we actually beat Oprah on the iTunes charts. So now known as the Apple podcast charts, we were able to generate enough traffic and new listeners to actually beat Oprah. So that's one of my claims to fame. So if you go read the ebook, you can see some more of the case studies, some more of the clients I've worked with, some success stories. But I also wanted to start providing some value to anybody in podcasting or thinking about getting into podcasting and giving some tips on how to start growing your own podcast and start building your brand through podcasting. So in the ebook, actually, I give my the 40 tips, you know, sort of high level points of what you can do and what you should be doing, you know, everything from the basics to some more advanced stuff on how you can grow your audience. And I wanted to walk through some of those things and give some insights into how you can grow your podcast, how you can grow your brand through podcasting. So with that said, I guess we'll, we'll jump into the, the first 20 here in the first episode. In the next episode, you know, we'll do the last 20. And then after that, I'm going to start getting into some guests. This is predominantly going to be a guest-driven show. I don't want to sit here and talk to myself for long. I appreciate you guys bearing with me. But for the first couple of episodes, I wanted to ground like who I was, my expertise, give some practical tips and feedback. And then we'll, we'll start getting in some guests. We'll start talking about you know, the interesting nuances of online branding and how you can grow your brand as well. So the first tip, so some of these are going to be basic. Some of these are going to be more advanced, but they're all very important. The first tip is that your, your podcast has to sound professional. It doesn't mean it has to be a big production. doesn't mean you have to have a big studio, but it does have to sound good. There's over 700,000 podcasts in circulation. And there are a lot of people that just say, you know, just start a podcast. You know, Gary Vee's very, you know, well-known as saying, just start somewhere, you know, record a, record a podcast on Anchor. That's great and all, but if you're really trying to start a podcast and you're committed to it, you should at least invest, you know, a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks into a good microphone. I'm actually recording this on my computer in my office right here. Nothing special. You know, I've, I've got some foam padding, but other than that, nothing too crazy. So if you get a good microphone, this is the uh, Rodecaster podcaster mic. So not too crazy. I think it was under 200 bucks. Some other ones you can use the, the Blue Yeti. 
the Shure SMB7B if you're trying to get real crazy. But just get something that is going to produce a good sound. It's going to sound professional because if you record your podcast on Anchor and just put it out to the world, you know, people are going to go on to the next one. They have so many options. It has to sound good. Second tip was get a good microphone. Tip number three, how to record your episodes. So people really get bogged down in this because they don't know how do I record something? Do I need all this equipment to record something? And you, you really don't. I'm actually recording this right now on GarageBand. You know, when, when I have guests on, I'll use Zoom. You know, Zoom is a great way. You know, if you're starting a podcast, you, you always want to do the video form of it too. If you use Zoom, you can do that. Zoom will record your face. You can put out the video version without putting any extra effort into it. A couple of other options I would recommend. Ringer, Zencaster, Squadcast. Anchor is great. You don't have to record. You can plug in a microphone and record your episode on Anchor. It sounds great. Or clean feed. So I would recommend using one of those. Tip number four, make sure you have a niche. If you're just going into a podcast think I'm going to you know, record to anybody. I don't know who my target audience is. You don't know who you're talking to. So for example, my niche is people that are trying to build a brand, people that are establishing themselves online, that are trying to get their name out there. I know who I'm talking to. Whereas some people just start a podcast and they don't know who they're talking to. And for that reason, you know, why, why would your listener care? You have to give your listener a reason to care or else they're, they're not going to listen. In the book, I give the example. We worked with a lady named Zibby Owens, who her podcast was called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Very, very niche audience. She knows exactly who she's talking to. She's talking to moms that don't have time to read books. Makes it very, very easy for her to speak to her audience. Number five, determine the goal of your podcast. If you're starting a podcast, you know, why are you starting it? Are you starting it for branding reasons? Are you starting it for networking reasons? Are you starting it to get more exposure for, you know, a product, an ebook, you know, whatever that may be, just know what you're getting into. Good friend of mine, Casey Adams, another one of the inspirations for me starting this podcast again. Casey has built his entire brand ultimately through networking and podcasting. He's used his podcast to speak to the, the biggest names in marketing, people that three years ago he couldn't have even imagined speaking to. So make sure that you know, you know what the goal of your podcast is. And if it's just to have fun, like that's, that's great too. Number six, determine the format of your show. For example, this is going to be a guest, a guest show because I want to infuse some energy. I want to infuse perspectives. I want to speak deeply on all kinds of different topics. But there are some people that just record a solo podcast like this. So just know, are you going to have a co-host? Will you be doing it by yourself? Will you have guests? Are you going to do it live? Are you going to do it remotely? You know, there's pros and cons to all of those. Just determine what the, the format of that show will be before you get started. Number seven, how often will you record your show? This is so important. I see so many people starting a podcast and they get really, really excited at the beginning and they'll record three episodes, you know, and put them all out right away. And then they won't put out another episode for two weeks because they put out so many up front and they think that's enough. That's not what you want. Like when you're recording or starting a podcast, the goal is to be consistent. Just like with the six o'clock news, the reason people know and listen to six o'clock news is because they know that they're getting the news, the sports, like everything at six o'clock every day. The goal of a podcast is you want to become part of somebody's day, part of somebody's routine. So if you drop an episode every single week, Monday at six o'clock, and they're used to getting that episode Monday at six o'clock, they, they, be, they become used to it. So they'll fit that into when they're walking their dog or when they go to the gym Monday night. 
if for some reason your episode is not there at Monday at six o'clock, then they're just going to go to the next episode. And now that episode becomes part of their routine. So don't fall into the, the trap of getting really excited and recording a bunch of content, putting it out and then not doing it. You know, if, if you record three episodes, that's great. Maybe just save those and, rec- and put it out once a week. So just make sure you're consistent. Make sure you get on a publishing schedule. That'll go a long way. Number eight, make sure you know what the name of your show will be. If you have a brand, consider making that a your name. You know, for example, like the Gary V show, Ty Lopez show, Grant Cardone, you know, all of these guys, their podcast is titled their name because they have a brand. So it becomes easily searchable when you go into the directories. People are typing in Ty Lopez. They're going to find Ty Lopez's show. If you have a creative name, go ahead and use it. That's that's going to, you know, it's going to be a lot more buzzworthy. It's going to be easier to get the brand names on social media. If you're not creative, personally, I didn't think I was, I'm not creative with names typically. Go with something descriptive, a descriptive name that says exactly what your show is. For example, like the marketing show or whatever your niche is, that's going to be better for search. You know, that's going to be, it's going to be easier to search the marketing show. People are knowing exactly what they're going to get as opposed to a creative name where they have to guess a little bit. So just uh, determine what works best for you and go with it. Create an interesting tagline. What are people going to expect when they see your show? You know, make sure that you have something to that's going to catch them within seeing your show, seeing your branding for the first time. Number 10, make sure that the cover art stands out. The cover art is a gatekeeper of your podcast. So when somebody first sees your podcast before they ever listen to it, before they even read what it's about, they're going to see the cover art. Make sure that you have something that stands out. This doesn't mean go crazy with the fonts. Go with a font that's just going to stand out. Not too fancy, no cursive, nothing crazy. Make sure it's bold because people are going to see your cover art on their very small screen within uh, amongst a bunch of other podcasts. So make sure it stands out, make sure it's not too noisy, but that it looks good. So clean images. I recommend if you have the budget, there's a, a website called 99designs.com where you can get 30 people, you know, 30 creatives to create their concepts for you. You can pick which ones that you like the best. Number 11, make sure that you have an introduction. Make sure you have some theme music. Um, some people just will dry jump into the podcast episode. That's fine if you're just starting, but go ahead and invest 50, 100 bucks into having somebody do your introduction to have a way to start your show to signal like this is the beginning of the show. This is the show. Something that's going to produce some energy that's going to get the audience engaged and get them hooked to, to listen to the rest of the episode. My guy, Uni, actually, I met him on Instagram. He's the one that did my intro. I think it's a cool way to, to start the show. Do some market research. So when you're starting a podcast, don't just start it without knowing who else is doing the same thing. You know, for example, going back to the moms don't have time to read books. There could have been, you know, seven other people doing that exact same podcast where it might be harder to break through. Whereas if you know that ahead of time, now that doesn't necessarily mean you can't do that idea, but it means you know what you're getting into and you know how you know how to differentiate your podcast from another podcast. Number 13, choose a reliable hosting platform. This is so important because as you're distributing your podcast, you know, your RSS feed is everything. Your podcast will be hosted on your hosting platform and then it's put out to all of the directories. So for example, like the directories are Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all of the places where you can listen to podcasts. Those are directories, but your podcast is actually hosted on an RSS. So make sure that that RSS feed is reliable. You know, I personally use Libsyn because they have great analytics, Podbean, Buzzsprout, Blueberry, Audio Booms, 
SoundCloud, Podomatic, Spreaker, Anchor, just a few options that you can use. Number 14, invest in the paid hosting platform or invest in a website called chartable.com. You definitely want to give yourself room to grow and you want to be able to figure out where people are listening from, how long they're listening, you know, where you're losing them. Like you want to be able to look at your metrics. So by having statistics from your podcast, you'll just be able to learn so much about your audience and be able to learn so much about how they're listening, where they're listening, how long they're listening, so on and so forth. Libsyn has a great hosting platform, the great in-depth analytics. Chartable does too, if you're gaining traffic and you want more, more of those in-depth analytics. Number 15, distribute your podcast everywhere. So the nice thing about this is people, I, I get the question a lot and people have a misconception that if you put your podcast in a bunch of different places, it's going to be hard to figure out who's listening where, or you're going to have to go to 10 different places to figure out you know, the metrics from all these places. So all of your downloads will register on your RSS. So going back to Libsyn, you know, your, your podcast is actually hosted there. So the good thing about that is all of your downloads will register on your RSS feed within Libsyn. So you'll be able to see all of the downloads in one place. They're not going to be sporadically spread out in a bunch of different places. They'll all come to the same place. But by putting your podcast everywhere, for example, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Castbox is a new one of my personal favorites. iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Digital Podcast, iPodder. Those are all directories where people can find your podcast. You know, even though I will talk about Apple Podcasts the most because it's the most important. You know, that's where nearly seventy percent of people are, will listen to podcasts. You still want them to be able to find it anywhere and everywhere they can. So by putting it everywhere, you give yourself the best opportunity to to be found. Speaking of getting found, number sixteen, create the video version of your podcast. This doesn't have to be a big production. You know, Joe, Joe Rogan, you know, the big guys have a huge studio, you know, multiple cameras. That's great. If you get a little more experience and you want to upgrade and go to a big production, it can only help. But to get started, putting out a YouTube and Facebook version of your podcast to so be able to put out a video version is just going to help you reach so many more people. I have a ton of people that come to me and say, you know, we're getting thousands of downloads on YouTube but we can't get them to convert on the Apple podcast level. YouTube is a huge search engine. It's a huge way to get your podcast more exposure. And it will also allow you to create like shortened clips. I know you, you probably see most podcasts, they put out, you know, those short clip versions, the one minutes with the, uh, the text at the bottom. You know, those are great ways to get your podcast out there and to create exposure for it. Make sure you're putting out that, even if it's just the Zoom recording, it doesn't have to be fancy. Just put out some sort of, some sort of video version of your podcast. Number 17, optimize your titles and your descriptions for search. I see so many people overthinking this or starting their podcast titles with episode one or episode two. That's just wasted real estate. You know, your episode titles are what people can search for to find your podcast. There's no reason, you know, Apple already will, and all the directories will already number your episodes for you. You don't need to waste that real estate that search real estate on telling people what episode number it is. Instead, make it something searchable. So for example, a good friend of mine, Henry Kamitsky, did some work with him. And the example I use in the ebook is if you search the search term increase brand awareness, one of Henry's episodes pops up right there on how to increase brand awareness. So if you're, if you're making your title something that your listeners will actually search for, they can actually find your podcast. So make sure that you're you're titling your podcast stuff that you would want people to search to find that episode. So important. If you're recording your episodes 
the best thing to do at the end, you know, I haven't started doing this personally, which for me, this is good feedback. You always want to start with the highlights. So if you have on guests, and this is something I will do once we have guests on the show. You know, you want to give people a reason in the first minute of your episode to stick around and listen to the rest. If you have on a guest, you know, tell them what, what you guys talked about. You know, on this episode, we had this expert on. He, you know, he shared his three biggest secrets to growing his cooking channel. He also told a story about the time he almost burned down the kitchen. You know, something like that where people are going to be intrigued, a cliffhanger to, to start the episode. So the format of a, the perfect show would be you know, you've got your, your intro, your theme music, and, and then the highlights of the show, and then getting into the show. Group chat, the uh, popular podcast does a really good job of this. Definitely a good way to keep people hooked and uh, keep them engaged in the show. Number 19, create a website for your brand. If you don't have a website, you know, you're just leaving listeners on the table. You're leaving branding on the table. It's a great place to, to put blogs, to put behind the scene clips, to engage with your audience, to publish an ebook, you know, something to where you can utilize it for your business. You have to have a website if you're going to do a podcast or at least something branded a, a lot around your podcast. So make sure you're creating a website. And number 20, this is pretty simple, but make sure you have all your social channels. Try to keep the branding synergistic around all the names. The example I use in the ebook is popular podcasts and uh, friends of mine, uh, The Roommates in Houston, Texas. Very popular podcast. There is growing rapidly, especially in the last like, couple of years are so consistent. It's very, very funny. And they had the same branding, the same usernames across all of their social platforms. No matter what people search for on any platform, they're going to find it under Roommates HTX. So just keep your branding synergistic on all platforms and make it easier for people to find you. So that's the first 20 tips I have on starting and growing a podcast. Appreciate you guys listening. If you have any questions, feedback, definitely reach out to me on Instagram at Carson Jones. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know if you have questions about anything I talked about, if I can get a little more in depth. And I look forward to the next episode. We'll talk about the next 20 then. Thanks for listening to the Giant Voices Podcast. If you love the show, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. Also, if you have questions, message us on Instagram at Giants underscore Voices or message Carson at Carson Jones.